Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Oh baby, mostly. Oh god, you know what, I love the 80s. Like, we're only a little bit into it, and we've had some shit already, but like, man. This is good. Let's have some good, good stuff tonight. Now I wasn't sure. I wasn't either. I wasn't sure if we were going to watch this. Um, Because you were, like, kind of back and forth on it. Like, if you could get it, and then, you know, like, you were saying maybe you couldn't, and then... Because this movie's very hard to get a hold of. I'm not going to give d- d- details on how I got a, a, on how I tracked this down. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, no. No, but, we don't need to tell you. No. Uh, it's Let's just say it's not on any streaming services. No, that's the problem. So it's an Australian movie, and I'm guessing that this did not get any any fucking release outside of australia but i was like well we're probably gonna watch this movie the chain reaction or we're gonna watch the alien dead which is on streaming services yes but i got a hold of this movie and i just you know did a little a little see-through on uh the alien dead and um i got worried because on imdb the first genre listed is comedy yes and i was like Oh, you're like, oh God, no! And then I no, previewed we're not it. watching this. I previewed it, and I got flashbacks of Savage Water. So and um, it, you said it was what you described it as hee-haw bullshit. And there's hee-haw like country yokels in the swamps comedy, and I was like, no. So we watched this instead. Now, okay, so. I like this movie even more after I looked a little bit into it, and yes. um, you can appreciate it a little bit more. And I, I mean, I'm starting to really like come around to like Australian cinema. Oh yes. Like I didn't know this was like like an untapped resource. There's a lot of but, like, man. There's a lot of really crazy good shit. stuff here. Like because like it's it's weird because when you watch foreign films and even Australian films, they're not as tame as American films. Like, even from this era. That like, was the thing. I mean, that was kind of Australian cinema's thing. Well, they were kind of crazy, and they did a lot of, like, punk stuff, and a lot of, like... Because they were going through, like, a lot of transition in the 80s. Well, that and, and so, like, like, this is, like... I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's just... I don't know why. Because compared to, like, other, like... I don't know, like, even British cinema, Australian cinema is just way more like crazy yeah it's just wild it's, like they're like you said it's punk rock yeah they're not afraid to like be kind of just out like way out of left field yeah. like insane <clears throat> not saying this movie was like totally insane but it is um, very 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 unique you can appreciate it because um there's a lot of people that worked on mad max on this film Yes. Uh, even George Miller, he's a co-producer on this film. Yes. Um, and there's like, you looked there's, it up, there's like five actors. There's five actors that are like side characters in the first Mad Max. That are in, in this movie. And a lot of reviewers, like before we get it too into it, and this got me kind of stoked for the movie. A lot of reviewers kind of like considered this almost to be like almost like a prequel to Mad Max. Like, yeah. no, I mean, it's obviously not, but... They're saying it's like kind of in like your a, head, you a can spiritual see successor to Mad Max. Like yeah. it's a spiritual prequel. Yeah. Um, because in your head, you can kind of connect them. And it kind of makes can. sense if you actually look at it in the timeline. But not it's not like an official thing. No. So 
um, don't get your hopes up thinking no. we found the prequel to Mad Max. <laughs> or like, the first people will. Why the world's so fucked in Mad Max. It just is, okay? George Miller is not afraid to drop you into his fucking worlds. No, he's he doesn't give a shit. Like he and, doesn't give and a, I appreciate a that. single iota of a fuck. And it was just like, <laughs> here you go. Like and I appreciate that. And again, it's just fucking Australian filmmakers. They just Yeah, it's just I don't know, crazy ideas that work. Yep. And here's one of them. I yeah. mean, you know, it it just works. So we watched the chain reaction tonight. Um great Great B movie, Australian. It's like, like a. It's so good. It's like a. It's weird. It's like a B movie paranoia thriller. Yeah, because there's not like a ton of action in this movie. To be honest, a lot of it's just like suspense and. It's a lot of people talking and a lot of like intrigue and a lot yeah. of like. You're curious of what's going on. And like you know, will will they make it out alive and reveal the truth? So but to speak. I, I like it because it's one of those movies where we don't know what's going on and you're figuring it out as the characters are figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, the main characters. Yeah. So it's like you, you kind of figure it out as they do. You don't know everything right off the bat. Again, just dropping you into a world. Yeah, and um, keeping you in, invested in, in your film. Yeah, especially when there's like a few action scenes. There's not a lot. There's mostly chase scenes. but Car like, chases, yeah. It's not... Again, it's not a ton of them, but it kept me interested the entire time. Yeah. Like, I wanted to know what was going to happen. You want to know what's going to happen. So, um, I guess we'll get into it, but it's it's really good, and if you can find it, I <laughs> really, I really suggest you watch it, but it's really hard to find. Unless you're in Australia, then I'm sure you can find it, probably on your own, like... You might be able to order it if you have, like, a region-unlocked, like, player. I will give you a hint, my good sir. If you're talking Blu-rays, Australia and the U.S. and um, all of East Asia are in the same region. Okay, so, so if you see a Blu-ray or a DVD of this movie... That is how I got you... Grab it. This is how, Will, I got you a copy of The Man from Hong Kong. It's true. Because I ordered it most, yeah, from Australia. Most. Okay, good. <laughs> the joy of Australian being in the same region <laughs> <laughs> fuck region locks yeah i hate region locks i think they're no nah, we won't get into that that's, that's not, a that's a different that's, discussion that's, that's a different podcast um <laughs> so here we go chain reaction so it starts with like um god so it's a it's a guy it's like a scientist it's at this it's called waldo it's like a waste and like disposal waste, it's like yeah i don't remember it's land like, something it's for basically disposing like radioactive waste it's an it's an acronym for a yeah a yeah. place that disposes of radioactive waste like mostly liquids and this um, guy's like he's like sleeping on the job and there's like an earthquake well it starts shaking even before oh that's true yeah Mm -hmm. But eventually, like, it shakes a lot. The he, alarm goes off. He The alarm goes off, so he goes to kind of figure out what, what the hell's going on. And there's, like, a little leak, and he tries to, like, adjust some, like... Uh, some of the pipes. Yeah, some pipes and everything. And then one of them bursts and, like, just pours all over him. Just, like, yeah. just contaminates the hell out of him. Because we don't know yet, like, what the... Well, I guess what's in there well it kind of just i mean honestly it just looks it's it's water 
Well, it's like kind of like dirty water. Yeah, like that's all it looks like. But he um he kind of like faints. We also like while he's like doing that, we get like some. I I like the I I love the cinematography in this. Just lots of really interesting shots. Lots of interesting editing. It's just it's a very good looking movie. There's some really cool like. I don't know, like it's like the other one where they had it was very, it's very stylish. It's very like well set up. Like every scene looks really cool, and there's some like really cool imagery, like still shots that like we could probably like. There's like a few still shots that I was like, that's really really cool. That's really well done. I it's could just like, like hang that on a wall. Like you have like the, you'll just have like a very like simple scene, but the way that it's shot makes it kind of stand out. Well, like, for example, one, um, we'll get to it, but, like, one of the scenes where they're investigating something, and it's, like, the headlights of the car, and then he's holding a flashlight, mm. but everything is, like, streaming, so it's, like, you, like, have lines, like, outlining him yeah. in light. And it's shot from, and like, the down, mm-hmm. down on the and ground looking really up. it's really cool. It looks like something out of, like, a comic book. It's, it's yeah, it, just lots of style, like, lots of shot where, like, someone's talking, and then the other character is, like, reflected in a mirror yeah from the side they do that a lot actually um, but lots of low shots too i've noticed this director really likes like the cinematographer and the director really like low shots especially when they're like shooting the villain yes but yeah um so the guy like passes out after he's drenched in water and now there's like a it's like a lab and they're all kind of looking at him and he's like basically like completely like closed off in like plastic he's like in a contamination chamber and then they're all talking and they're basically saying that he's he's contaminated yes and he wakes up and he starts talking and they're telling him that he basically has like three days maybe so as tops. they're talking to him he's like reaching over he's like reaching out to this like video thing because you know he knows the whole system well because he starts asking like one of the guys his friend is there and he's asking him like how much basically how much got out like how much water got contaminated yeah and like, they're what's just the contamination level i think is what he yeah. says or something like that it's like what's the i think the term he uses is like what's the loss level yeah um but the guy tells him like like it's on un, it's uncontrollable well but when he's saying that, the, like, CEO of the company is, like, trying to, like, stop All the higher-ups are, like, there. They're, they're, like, trying to do this whole cover-up thing. And they're, so like, they're, like, don't worry. It's fine. Like, we, no, got it, it's, we got it. We got it. it under control. It's fine. It's totally, like, everything's fine. And as he's, like, telling him, like, as the other guy tells him, like, it's it's all gone under control. It's all out of control. Mm-hmm. He turns off, like, the camera's recording him. Like, little by little, he turns them off. And then they run in there, and he's gone. So he escapes, and then um, he... He escapes by he, hiding in a, like a, it's like a truck that's like leaving, and he just kind of, he just hides in the back, basically. Yeah, under some like equipment. And so... And then um, in the meantime, we get a quick shot of like... It's like a protest of, of Waldo. It's a the, protest of... Like chemical spilling. Chemical spilling, pollution, nuclear yeah. waste... The whole shebang. Yes. It's like a giant protest that they're staging um, in lieu of, like, Waldo contaminating yeah. a bunch of water. Um, and they're worried that it's going to get into the drinking water. Yep. And start affecting people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Foreshadowing here? 
Um, so then we cut to an auto shop. With, um, I, I like... <laughs> There's, okay... You know it's an 80s movie? It's Star... <laughs> and you know it's Australia because everyone's office has, like, multiple... Like, uh, nude women Nude all women over. posters. <laughs> I love the setup for this shot because there's a guy grinding on like a car and he's just like sticking his tongue out and like wagging his head back it's... and forth. He's like, eh, just like, I, I don't know why they did that, but it's like, it's, it's, it, it was, it works. It works. I don't it, know. It, there's that level of flair that you're well, yeah. just like, okay, well, you I didn't like... need to do that, but it, it adds to the world. Well, that and like when they introduce our character, he's like on the phone um, and it's like, it's panning over like all of like the photographs he has on his wall. And it's like, you see him, him and his wife together. And then there's a photograph of him like building a car and there's a photograph of him racing and like all this other stuff. It's well, just like, it's kind of weird. It's you, kind of, you cool. don't need like someone to tell us this. Yeah. Cause you're, you're establishing who he is just in this like little tiny scene. It takes like 10 seconds. Like like actual filmmakers do where, where and they we know, give you information yeah. because they don't think you're a dumb fuck. Exactly. Like you can piece it together. They know you're smart enough to piece it together. Joy. It, it's great. They don't and, have to hold your fucking hand. And he, um, he's essentially, he's taking some time off and he's going to go uh, out to the countryside. They're going to go on vacation, like a holiday. And it's, I think, I don't know if they're married yet, but, his he does wa- say wife eventually, so, so I guess they are. I, married. I guess they are. They are married. Um, and um, his wife shows up with like their kids, and they their drop- mom's there, and they like kind of hand the kids off. They to just their pawn mom. off the kids to so the that mom. they can go off to the countryside and fuck. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and the mom's like not happy about it at all. She's like basically like I can't believe like I love the she joke married though, him because the whole the whole time the guy is holding like a little like um fuel tube for like a for a car yeah and he's like kind of playing around with it and he's like don't have too much fun and everything and then like they leave and he goes up to the mom and he's like he's like so like you need any work done on your car and like the he lets go of the thing and it's like it starts flapping it like pops up and like dangles <laughs> in front of her well there's a there's a visual gag later that i uh that we both appreciate it involving mm-hmm. champagne yes they give him like a bottle of champagne to like celebrate him oh, it's, like it's coming up them going on vacation but they they drive off. So they're doing like they're driving in uh, during the night, and um, we get a sh- so we get like a. Oh no! Sorry, no, no, sorry. We're I'm thinking of a different scene. My bad. So this is the escapee. Um, this guy that's driving the truck that has the guy in it mm. um, is driving, and they're surveying like the water um, samples. Um, like the rivers and stuff like that. And the guy, like, they, he stops next to this, like, tunnel, and there's a payphone nearby. Yes. And he's, like, looking around. The guy who's hiding from the very beginning, he's contaminated. He, like, grabs, like, a like a tube and chokes him to death. Mm-hmm. And then we get a, sh- we get a scene of... Uh, so he's at a, like, our main guy's at a gas station. It's like a, it's like a convenience store. And he's kind of hitting on the... Uh... It's it's more she's hitting on him. Yeah, she's interested in him. And there's, like, these two, like, bumblefuck cops, which will come into play later. And then we get a, a just a maintenance guy that always seems to be around. Yeah, he's always around. Mm, more um, foreshadowing. Um, 
but and he just like he just goes there to like um i think just pick up like some snacks and he uh he starts driving away and we get a quick shot of like um of this like woman who uh is like taking notes yeah through her window and i guess she's like writing down like the like car model license plate all she's she just like a peep peeper she just takes notes and she's apparently a phone operator for this small town she's a phone operator for this like tiny town and it's just like all in her home yeah she has like the old school like the switchboard switchboard plug it for in. the um the phone signals and a call starts coming in and it's the guy who is contaminated making a call from like this phone booth and he's calling um we don't know him yet but it's like his contact like yeah um and he's telling him like it's it's out like it's out it's out everywhere it's like i don't know they're saying that it's not it's under control but it's not and like it's been like the water supply has been contaminated and all this stuff like you know it's it's bad like this it's is like, all out and i've been contaminated and i'm gonna and i guy, only have a few days left and then he sees like uh i think he says he only has like three days left to yeah. live and then he basically tells them like they're they're coming for me and hangs up the phone. Yes. So this woman like kind of like listens in and is just kind of like baffled. But what the what the hell's going on? Yeah. So we get the couple driving at night and the wife sees something on the side of the road like it's like a shadow. Just run across. So they she like says they should back up and investigate it and they um, see like a a fence that's all torn down. And they see the truck that the guy was hiding in. It's like it's like in a ravine, submerged in the in the river. This is where we get that cool scene of him holding the flashlight and everything. That's really cool. And then he goes down, and like you see, like the only light is the light from the headlights illuminating the, the water uh, the around water, it, which really, really looks cool too. The only thing they find, the only thing he finds in there is just a map, but there's no evidence of a driver, anything. Yeah. So he's just like, okay, well, you know, and they're just like, okay, hedge your bets, and they just like leave basically for the cabin. Um, and so now they're, um, in the cabin and they're all like having fun and he's like sitting down at the piano. Yeah. And, and he, uh, and then she like, she's just like, playing a song and, and she like, she takes out the champagne and like unwraps it and then they like hug and like they say something and then like the champagne cork well, well he makes well one of them makes like a an, like innu- a, an, innuendo. an innuendo and then like the cork like just pops off by itself and, and like f- like a bunch of foam flows out and the scene cuts to we get the fucking um we get like someone is going through the the phone switch operator's house yes and looking through all of her notes on like who's calling and everything and she hears like something and then she walks out and this this guy basically kills her yeah and then he like he calls one of his contacts and is like hey like um i found out who he called like i found out this and um this this person like went off in that direction like is this car and basically saying like you know this this lady won't be a problem anymore like yeah. she doesn't know anything because like you know killed her yeah so then we get a scene of the couple rolling around on the floor naked and someone and like someone slams like slams their hand in their face on the window and she sees it and then the guy runs outside and this person's like completely passed out yep so they bring him in and start to take care of him and it's the guy from the beginning. And he's like got a bump on his head, and 
he's just completely passed out from shock. Yes. So they don't know. They just they just let him rest. Yep. So now we get um, it's the next morning, but before we get to the couple and the guy, we have the bad guys like roaming like headquarters basically yes it's like um, a it's a giant like truck that's like covered in this canvas thing and inside is just our main bad guy whose name is gray and it's just like he is little setup where he has like a they have breakfast and he has a mirror to shave in and so he's shaving in the mirror and then we see his henchmen come over and um and they start having breakfast he's very quiet and then um he asks him something and the henchman just does sign language the guy's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But he basically tells him, like, yeah, we know it's um, the only people who live up there are these, is this couple. Yes. And um, we know that, because um, by this point, they found the truck in the river, and they found the body of the guy he killed. Yes. So they know that's all what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'll mention is that the bad guy in this movie talks in, like, slogans. Yeah, it's great. And it's it's really weird, it, but I liked it. It's totally on purpose. Like Because he just says, like, you know, like, time is of the essence. And, like, just, just like, he just talks in slogans. Slogans and, like, catchphrases. <laughs> it, it's, it, it seems really stupid, but it's actually really well done. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just every single line of dialogue he has is, like, a catchphrase or a slogan, but it, it totally works. So our dude, our mate, like the scientist guy that got contaminated, wakes, he wakes up, up, and he starts like exploring around the house, and he goes into the couple's room, and they're both like sleeping, and he like looks at them for a second, and then tries to leave, and like turns on the radio accidentally. And then he goes and like tries opening the car, and the alarm goes off, and so the woman runs out first, and like tries to calm him down, and is like, "Hey, it's okay." Like and the guy like takes away. his gun because he thinks the guy is like stealing it. And she's car. like, "Just calm down." Like she's like, "Don't worry, the the gun's not loaded." The gun's and, not even loaded. And he's like, you know. The guy's, Thanks for the, freak, the guy's like freaking out, and uh... <laughs> but they're like then eventually they start talking to him, and he he mentions um, like watching like Marilyn Monroe movies and all this stuff, and eventually like they kind of figure out that he thinks that he's got like some like like amnesia almost like like he... a temporary amnesia because he thinks it's like 1957 and he just graduated from college yeah and they revealed 1977 not 1957 yeah like he's he's way off but he's like 20 years what 20 years yeah 20 years um but he keeps having like and he also keeps having these visions of like water and like a guy in like a fucking it's like a guy in like a hazmat suit and a gas mask like submerged underwater Mm -hmm. just keeps having visions of that so then the um, dude, our husband, is um, going to the lake. He goes to, like, a river, and he's, like, wondering... Because essentially the... their their water is, like, blocked off. Something's clogging the pipe. And so he goes to check what it is, and he, like, swims in the river. and It's um, a fish, and, and it's, it's like a dead. fish, and he throws it on the rock, and he's like, that's what was causing our problem. And she comes up and, like, looks at it. And he's, you know, he's swimming around, and he pulls her in, and they have, they they, they mess like around, frolic around in the water, and it's like a quick scene, but but um, I mean, you know, it's important. Well, we 
we because know, you know why you know why like they're in the water you and you can obviously... also guess why the fish is probably dead yes and it's all like bloated and stuff yeah so sums you, up. you know what's going on um so then we get a quick scene of also the guy watching an older movie mm-hmm. and um the tv kind of starts talking to him well he starts it's remembering like a, like a telekinesis kind of thing yeah like, well he he basically starts hearing like, what, like are you, his what own. is your mission and like what are you doing and stuff like that and he starts kind of slightly remembering things yes and um this is also like while he's like reading like a children's book mm-hmm. and he starts remembering like how his grandpa would read to him and read him to sleep and all this stuff but he just kind of keeps remembering all this stuff and it's all he knows is there's something to do with water liquids etc so our husband uh decides to go and he's going to go into town to make a phone call and he's about this person yes and they take a picture of him they take like a polaroid of him yeah um because he wants to go into town and like you know report him to the police because they think that the truck that they saw on the river was like this guy had a car accident. Yes. So, you know. So he's driving there, and um, he kind of sees some weird stuff. Like there's some people on the side of the road. Like the well, he sees a car, and it's the fucking bad guy coming. Well, so remember he passes like some scientists, like um, like a little bit before. Oh yeah. And then he like goes past, and then the bad guy's completely blocking the road. So he like drives around him, and he's like, "What the hell? Is, what the hell is going on?" And then the bad guy backs up, and they like start starts, chasing him. It, it's like a huge car chase, and we get a car chase, and it's great. Um, it's really well done. They do a lot of like shots from like the roof of like the bad guy's car, and then they'll do like the back end of the lots of uh like POV mm-hmm. shots, which is the car driving super fast down this road. Um, eventually, he he loses them. So he goes into like a tunnel. He like tricks the guy into going sideways and he goes into a well, tunnel. Well, because earlier in the scene, he has the guy like run into a rock yes. and it fucks up like his back wheel and it's like dangling and eventually like, you know. Yeah, it goes loose. sideways, blocks off the tunnel and then our um, henchman gets out and starts chasing the car down. Yeah, because like I wasn't sure what was happening at first, but eventually like because the guy, he like... After this tunnel, there's a phone booth. So the, our main character goes in the phone booth to make a phone call. He said he picks up the phone and then sees a bunch of like scientists coming towards in him. In like hazmat suits. And then the other guy coming for him and like shooting at him. So he gets in his car, just keeps going. Yeah, he just like runs towards the freaking uh, the town. And so he gets to the town and, and he like starts like pounding on the like the, the sheriff's office. Uh, yeah like the police station and no one's no one's there yeah so he and starts he, like looking around he goes in the convenience store and he's like where's like where's the cops and she's like oh well um the deputy's fishing he's like really we also we we so we did see the deputy during like really quickly uh, when they were doing the car, the car chase, chase he was like fishing yeah because he was and then he like told the other sheriff guy to like keep an eye out for this guy that's coming yeah. in town um, so we get a quick scene of the wife and the dude. Also, um, before this, we get, a in the convenience store, there's a guy, a repairman. The guy fixing, that's always there, yeah. Fixing an arcade machine, and he's not, 
he doesn't seem to really know what he's doing, mm-hmm. but he's very much like kind of listening in on what everyone's the saying. The conversation yeah. between like the husband and the 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 worker store. there. Yeah. But yeah, we get a scene of the of the guy who's got the temporary amnesia. He's talking about some stuff about like how he's like trying to remember what's going on and like he kind of has a vague idea and like something happened to him and then she like goes to she he's like he's like I I need to leave I'm parched. And oh yeah, like, cuz they're at like, the, they're at the river. She's like you can drink the river water. It's like pure spring water. It's fine. And she's like he's like no, don't drink the water. Yeah, cuz she's going to drink and he stops her cuz he knows deep down something's up. Yes. Um but eventually, like, the guy, and then it goes back to the convenience store, and he's, like, still, like, talking about, like, all this. And then eventually he's, like, you know, do you have any ammo? Like, can I buy some ammo? Mm-hmm. So he buys some ammo, and, like, the basically the town now is invaded by these, like, these, like, henchmen. Because that mobile fucking command center thing shows up. Yeah, it has a, a bunch, bunch of, of dudes in it. A bunch and of like, guys in hazmat suits. They're all searching around the town, and he has to, like, sneak around. Well, because they start looking at his car. Yes. Specifically at his car. Because he comes out of the convenience store and sees them, like, looking at his car, and so he goes around the back and, like, sneaks through a bunch of, like, abandoned cars and stuff like that. And then he um, goes to the mobile unit where they're all coming from. And, like, tries to sneak around that. I also wanted to mention that, like, in, in the convenience store scene, they mention that, like, the, um, you know, they're like, yeah, um, the, the the old switchboard operator, like, died in her sleep. Because yep. they killed her. But, yeah, he goes to that mobile command center. And he goes inside the, he goes inside the truck because he, like, is trying to hide from him. And he sees, like, both the cars. He sees two cars parked there. One of them is the one that was chasing him. And he sees, like, a weird plastic thing in one of the cars. And, like, I, he, like, slowly tries to open the door, um, hoping the alarm doesn't go off. And he opens the door and the old lady's, like, head, like, bobs out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, like, gets freaked out. He goes out and he tries to find the cops and he eventually, like, gets to the cops and, then and he, they arrest I, he him. He says, like, I, he's like, I never thought I'd be happy to see the pigs. Yeah. And then they show up and he's, like, telling them, like, there's like there's a body in this truck and they arrest him. Yes. They arrest him for the murder of the um, driver of, like, the guy who was strangled with the... Um, like the tubes. Yeah, because they think he's responsible, and he ran him off the road. And like, but yeah. the fucking Gray from Waldo is there, and basically they're just setting him up. Yes, essentially. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he's like the 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 main person to blame. So, and I don't know. At one point, we don't get they this... arrest the other guy. At this point? so essentially, I like can't the... remember why they arrest him, but I know there's a lot of talking. Yes, because he sees all of this, and. Um, he basically, cause the, the guy who's there is like the fucking arcade repair man. He's the guy who we saw earlier on the phone talking to the contaminated guy. Yes. He's so the informant. He's the guy he's, his, his contact yes. essentially. Um, so he wants to get into the jail to talk to our main character. And so he figures out a way, um, he sees the cop park his motorcycle Oh, that's right. And then he backs up, he backs his ass into it. And he easily backs his car into it and then, like, pretends like he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he tries bribing him. 
and then like, come on take the money and then all the fucking townspeople are like watching so the cop like has second thoughts even though he's totally about to fucking take the money and the guy's like you prick and he sticks him in prison <laughs> yep <laughs> sticks him in the jail cell and then we get the scene of where the guy is getting sicker like you can tell he's more like sickly his like his hand is like bulging um he gets like a like a red he has mark this, like, on his forehead. Weird stuff all over his chest and everything. And she's like trying to clean him up. It's just basically her taking care of him. Yeah. And there, there's more like there's a little more exposition about like um, how he's getting sicker and how he thinks he only has a few more days. Well, we get a quick scene where she's making coffee in like a French press, and um, he mentions something about what was it, like two six nine. Yes. He's like, I just like I just have this in my head 269 and she's like what's 269 it's 239 239 239 and um he's like there's like um while he's playing piano there's like a there's all these like little like animal figurines Mm -hmm. on top of the piano and as he's playing it they all like fall over and then she's like what's 239 and he's like it's what killed all the barn animals but she has no idea what yet We'll, we'll get we'll get to what two three nine actually means, and it's it's actually a pretty good like, yeah. twist. So, um, now we get a quick scene of the scientist just destroying a bunch of like, is it like drinking bottles or? Yeah, they um, they're like throwing a bunch of shit. Because well, there's like, a quick scene where they, um, the wife and the contaminated guy are walking around like this abandoned like. I don't remember if it's a factory or a mine, but there's like all these like. There's all those, like, spring water there. Yes, so they're destroying all the spring water because they don't want anyone to drink it. Yeah, they're just throwing everything All in the there. while where they're, like, scanning everything with and these, everything's like, like, these EKG, um, is it EKG? Um, whatever or, the fuck well, they the use the radiation things. The radiation scanners, yes. and everything's just fucking... Yeah, it's, like, going wild. Like, everything's <laughs> contaminated because everything's touching the water. Yeah. And so um, they show up to the house of the wife. Um, we also get um, a, f- a few scenes of, like, the you know the two guys in the jail cell are, are making friends, yes. kind of. And eventually, and the, the other guy, like, tells him, like, you know, like, Heinrich, the contaminated guy, is my contact. Yes. Like, we've known each other for years. Like, he's been working in this thing, and, like, um, I'm, like, a he's like an anti like you know radiation nuclear energy activist i love how this contact is now dressed in a suit well because he takes like he's not all greasy because well, he has his mechanic suit on and then while they're in the jail cell he just takes it off and now he's in a nice suit mm-hmm. like and his just, like hair is all nice and he everything. had it under there the whole time mm-hmm. um but he tells him like and he starts telling him about like the chain reaction theory yes like, Where it's like if like there's contaminated water and because like, what happens is like they bring them food and it's like a fucking canned beans and like a it's like a smoothie which is a generous prison to give you a fucking smoothie mm-hmm. okay um Australians are different I guess but they uh they're talking about this and um, he's like yeah it's the the chain reaction theory so it's the water then it's the grass. And then it's the cows, then it's the milk. Basically, it's like 
everything. The whole world gets contaminated like by the this whole chain reaction. ecosystem. Yes, and because then, of uh, it infects the water system first, and then grows from there, and then and then us at the end. Yes, and he's like, so do you think like this food is fine? He's like, oh, baked beans, like always, but the but I probably skip on the milkshakes. <laughs> yep. So, um. Because the bad guy goes to the house and, like, kind of takes the wife prisoner, doesn't he? Yeah. And he starts talking to her in fucking marketing slogans and catchphrases about how, like... And he thinks that, like, they're all in on it together. Yes. Like, they're all, like, in cahoots. Because and... he's like, oh, like, how convenient we have... Because the wife's, like, a nurse. Yes. That's why she's been really good at, like, taking care of him. Mm-hmm. And she knows what to do. She's, he's like, oh, it's, like, a nurse and a... A race car driver. How like how convenient. No, I I forget how they escaped the jail cell. I know he does. He convince the no the they th- apparently the um the bad guys want to see him. Oh yeah, so he makes bail. Um, so they're like, hey, like you're wanted. Yes. At like at Paradise, whatever, yep. whatever the ranch is called, and so he takes him out of there and. Uh, he can't the cop can't start the car the guy has to start his own car so he like takes off his fucking you know handcuffs and the guy starts driving like a fucking madman like a madman up to the house because he he knows something's up he knows something's up and um we get scenes of like the contaminated guy is like in bad shape oh yeah he looks horrible he's like almost like has boils on his face we also get like, like like everyone's like, there's all these guys in, like, hazmat suits and these really, like, sinister-looking gas masks. They're all scanning everything, and everything is just fucking yep. like going off. And So the, the, the husband gets there and, like, almost immediately gets the shit beat out of him by yeah, he, a bunch of dudes. He gets there, and, like, they're all there. They beat him up, and they take him to the house. And he finds the wife, and, like, um, basically she explains that, like, they're both contaminated because they swam in the spring. Yeah, they swam in there, like, they're all... Like, they've been drinking the water, they're all contaminated. Like, it's, like, this huge level event. Yeah. The, the whole water system is, like, contaminated right now. And, um, the, uh... But they're, and like, it, asking him, like, who's the contact? Like, who's he contacting? We know that there's a contact in the outside. Who the hell is it? And eventually, and as they have the a gun up to his wife's head, the guy tells him like it's he's in the jail cell in town. Yes. So they go off to get him. He says something about Waldo at this point, but I can't remember exactly what yeah. it was. It was like something about how like Waldo's like the leading like waste management, and like the, you know this could be really bad if it gets out, and like. Oh, because there's like a few, a few of the scientists there are like, they're not. Like, they're genuinely worried yes. about what's happening. But you have the fucking, like, corporate our, our assassin. Corp- yeah. The corporate assassin who's just like, no, it's fine. Corpo fucking... <laughs> Everything's fine. So while they're going to get um, the guy from the jail cell... Um, they... He's in the jail cell, and he's, like, convincing the fucking, like, convenience store woman to, like, get, basically get the keys from the cop and let him out. Yeah. <laughs> And while they're doing this, they decontaminate, they, well, they attempt to decontaminate the husband and the wife. Yeah, they stick him in these, like, like mobile showers. showers. And they, like, just drench them in, like, this, like, water. And, um, you know, they try and, like, everything, and then they, they pull them out. Um, 
Oh, what happens? And then, like, we see that um, Heinrich, the contaminated guy, he's, like, dying. He's basically on his deathbed. He's on his last limbs. And they go in there because he, like, he wants to see the wife. Yes. And he starts kind of telling her all these little things about, like, 239 and all this stuff. And eventually they're like, what's 239? And it was, it was like, I can't remember the exact thing. But it was like, it's the atomic weight of plutonium. Yeah, it's like plutonium. And it's like, literally, like, it's literally infected the entire water system. Yeah. Um, of everything. And that basically, like, even though they're, like, on the outside, they've been decontaminated. He's basically on, saying that the chain reaction has started already. That um, even the slightest molecule of it on the inside of your body is enough to, like, mutate you. Yeah, so there's no way to get rid of it. Because there's another scene earlier where he's, like, in where the guy was in, the contaminated guy was in bed, and he, like, looks, and they have, like, a poster of, like, a, it's like Neil Armstrong on the moon in, like, his astronaut suit. And he gets, like, freaked out. He's, like, the, they're, like, the men from Pluto are here. That's what he's referring to. Yep. Plutonium. Plutonium, yep. And they're immediately, like, well, we, at least the, the husband is thinking, like, we have to, like, because one of them, because basically the the contaminant guy starts telling them like, peop, you have to tell people, not to drink the water. People yeah. like the world has to know about this, and then there's some other scientists who are sympathetic to it. Like yes. yeah, people have to know. So they they hatch a breakout. Yes. They they get out of there, like the husband like off camera basically steals a guy's hazmat suit, and takes his gun. And they make they make a run for it, and one of the scientists like throws Heinrich's body in their car as like you know evidence. Yeah, and we get a lit, lit car chase. Oh yeah, it's super awesome. And then like, so they they pull over on the side of the road in this other car, and um, they start running off this thing. And for some reason, the bad guy, I, just because they wanted a cool ass scene, he just like ramming speed just fucking rams into this like pulled over car well because even before that we get like they, they drive through like this abandoned like mine thing and there's like a guy in a hazmat so that they just run into yep he like rolls over the car and everything and then we think that everything's fine he grabs like the wife and starts choking her and the husband takes like a shotgun and shoots him and his fucking chest explodes mm-hmm. great stunts and then they like pull over. But yeah, my favorite part is like at the end because like the bad guy for some reason just like just fucking rams this car, just he, full speed. I I don't know why they did this, but again, probably it, because it looked fucking awesome. Because it's an '80s movie, and because it looked fucking awesome. Because when he runs into this car that's parked, he just it's launches. a real stunt. Like so, they they launches off the car. Hmm. like slams down on the ground and like just glass and everything everywhere because it's all like slow-mo everything's destroyed it's great and like the fucking guy from the jail cell the contact is there waiting for them and there's like a news camera just filming everything and then we just get like a a shot of like the guy heinrich contaminated man saying like people have to know like you have to tell people yep so we get a voiceover of and them. it's like this it's like this shot of like a, it's like a dam. Yeah, like dam dumping a bunch of water. 
and then we get like a PS a public service announcement saying like this is like like please pay attention this is for your own health yeah like under no circumstances under no circumstances should you drink the water do not drink the water yep I also forgot there was like I I completely forgot they did this because after they have the talk about like the chain reaction and how it infects all the animals there's like a they there's like these shots of like birds in the town and after like those brief shots because i didn't think they meant anything at first but then we get like a quick snippet of like some guy in like a an apartment in like a big big city and a bird lands on his window yep and it's almost like they're implying that like that's how it's can spread yep it's like a bird eats the grass or whatever out there flies to the big city a small thing starts a chain reaction etc 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 and then there you go <laughs> um and then like it's it, it ends with that voiceover in the dam and everything and like credits roll as this voiceover is going over like this radio announcement with so, some uh some sick ass synthesizers and guitars yeah. <laughs> now i totally understand how people could think this is like a spiritual like like yeah prequel to mad max because like it never really explains how things got so fucked up in mad max because you know he's they never they don't explain it because they don't have to it doesn't matter no one cares i mean in mad max it's more like basically gas shortage oils right exactly which is why there's such an emphasis on like gasoline and cars and and shit like that and Gastown. Because Mad Max is fucking lit. Mad Max is amazing. If you haven't seen Mad Max or any of the sequels or Fury Road, what are you doing with your life? Mad Max is an Australian institution at this point. It is a masterpiece. But, I like all of them, actually. Yes. But, um, I mean, stylistically, this is very similar. Yeah, I can see the influence, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can see why people would compare this to Mad Max. I mean, there's f- many actors. Well, lots of the, yeah, the director, like I said, the director of Mad Max directed the the car chase scenes in this. So it's like... Which is fitting. It makes sense, and it is kind of similar because it shows a lot of them, like, switching the... Oh, yeah. The gears and everything. Like, he's very, like, st- <laughs> it's very stylish because, like, they always show them, like, he sw- loves, like uh... switching gears, and it's always, like... They show the dashboard, but they won't show, like, the driver's face or anything. It's literally just, like, from the neck down and then him switching gears and, like, like you know, driving and shit. And, like, yeah, doing all the fucking gears and... Well, I love how stylish it is because he even wears, like, driving gloves every single time he gets in a car. Yeah, you know it's, uh... <laughs> like, it, it's not, like, they don't fuck around. Like, he you know actually... it's... You know, it's a, it's some Australian car chase shenanigans when they're putting on driving gloves. Yes. You know, uh, you know where you're gonna get. And like the, his car is like pretty like decked out and it's, like it's like it's very like modified, which I mean that's again very Mad Max. Yeah. So and I get it. Like maybe like people kind of draw the conclusion that like. Maybe this is what happened to the people in Mad Max, even though I, obviously it's not. But but still, I can I can see how people could see that. It so, implies it implies societal collapse. Yes, and uh, you know it's kind of an ambiguous ending because you 
you don't really know if they got to it soon enough and you assume they didn't because there's a, that bird scene and that's already contaminated the water and they didn't say it, tell anyone for like a day or two after it already got in the water system. Yeah, it's already, like they said, the chain reaction with the animals, etc. it's already spreading. Well, and there's a lot to be said because the um, company, Waldo, is like really slow to react to the whole thing. Well, they're just covering it up. Yeah, they're just covering everything up, like, so they're not to blame. They don't really care if people get contaminated, it's obvious. No, and they're willing they have a, to. like a contract killer that kills, literally... <laughs> literally kills people that know the secret yeah so it's like it it's it's definitely like a corporate thing where it's like they don't give a shit about people they just don't want to be to blame and don't want to like a huge like loss in business they just don't want anybody to know exactly um good movie honestly Uh, i like this one a lot it's definitely more high concept than i'm used to as far as this podcast goes yeah yeah uh we haven't gotten a lot of movies like this on where the it's podcast. just like i mean it's just it's basically a paranoia like thriller we don't get like those that almost at all on the podcast no very seldom no um but i i did enjoy this um i did too and i think also like i just am falling in love with australian cinema it's just good like you had me watch long weekend and long that, weekend's fantastic that movie was awesome i also had you watch the loved ones loved one was great um what's that is it wolf wolf creek wolf or, creek is great wolf creek is a good one there's a lot of really good they're really good at like suspense and horror they you know what it is they don't give a single fuck like if you haven't seen the loved ones it is on prime and yeah if you like those long weekend yeah if you enjoy like i also watched them if for christmas time um i did not know this was an australian movie but it is because everyone in the movie is very good at hiding their accents um better watch out yeah okay yeah yeah i've seen that one it's really good better watch out i didn't know it was an australian one insane It is Australian. You can tell it's Australian because it goes places where a normal movie won't go. But everyone is very good at hiding their accents. So it, you can almost believe it's American. But no. Honestly, if you like the first, like, Saw, I think you'd like the loved ones, too. Yeah. Like, if you're into, like, that kind of, like, torture horror, um, it's a really well-done one. It's not, like, stupid, like, hostile or anything like that. No, it's a great... It, it's really well done. They do a great, great story. They do a great job. The suspense is incredible. Great story. Um, the pacing is also really great um, for a movie like that. And great, I don't know, just great visuals, cinematography. I, I like, I'm just enjoying all these because they all have that, right? Yeah. They all have that style, including this one, um, oh, I'll be honest. Is... Like, it has the style... Um, the pacing's pretty good. It like it was B movie, but like it wasn't boring at all, and it was really no. high concept for like how low budget it was. It's definitely it's aiming pretty. It's aiming above its like budget, which I appreciate. Yeah, and there wasn't like a lot of action scenes, but you didn't need it. It's like it's like a a corporate like a corporate cover up thriller. I mean, I will say the the stuff that you do get is is great well and what's implied is pretty horrific too is like if you yes. really think about it because like it's just a company that doesn't care about anyone 
mm-hmm. except for their own asses. Yes. And they're willing to kill for that. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then, like, these, like, this Because guy... another thing I forgot to mention, but it was also implied that, like, in the very beginning, because they were asking him, like, we want you to, the contaminant guy, they were asking him, like, we want you to tell us, like, the effects on you. So in, like, the very beginning, it's almost implied that they were just going to keep him there to basically, like... Die. Just to find out, like, oh, what happens if you get contaminated? Well, they're like, oh, and your contributions to the company will, like... Will not be forgotten. Not be forgotten. Like, just, you know, corporate bullshit. So they're willing to, like, let him die, and they just, out of curiosity, wanted to see... Yeah. What what, what it will do to him. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up if you really (laughs) think about it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I really like this one. Um... Like shitty or pretty, I like. I'm gonna rate this pretty high. I think I'd probably give it. I would say probably an eight or a nine. Probably a nine. That's to be honest. Exactly what I would give it. I give it a nine. Like it deserves a nine because the concept is there. It's executed really well. Um, the cinematography is great. Yeah, the cinematography is great. The soundtrack is really good, actually. Like yeah, I the... love the synth '80s soundtrack. Oh man, it's got this like it's great. This banging fucking song that plays during all the car chases. The I like how the action is intentional. Um, and it's just really well filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a really good job with the action scenes, and they're like kind of spaced out. But it's always at a point where it needs to be. Yeah. Right? It's never just, like, an action scene to fill out time, right? It's always an action scene of, like, urgency. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when he's driving all erratically and you get that, like, scene of him just driving all over, like, crazy. Um, it's always because of urgency. And it's always, like, these frantic chase scenes. And they always feel frantic. And mm-hmm. I always I, I really appreciated that. And then, like, you get the faceless, like, scientists that are always wearing the ga- always wearing the gas masks. So you never see their face. So they're yeah. totally disconnected from it's humans. It's very, and like I don't know. you know, it's interesting looking. No wonder the guy kept saying they're from Pluto because they they do look like kind of like just like alien. Yeah, it's, I think that was the whole point. Oh yeah, because you, you never see their faces, and when they talk, it's very like Darth Vader esque. It's really cool because there's like quite a bit to like. You could probably dissect this quite a bit, and like. There's just a lot of stuff going on, and I really appreciated it. And it didn't waste your time. What? There, I know. I, wow! I know. I know. Wow. A movie that doesn't waste your goddamn time. It's it's surprising, I know. I'm, I'm in shock. But uh, it didn't. And, um, yes, it's high concept. Uh, I don't think it deserves to be a B movie. I think this is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I'd probably own this, actually. but It's fun. Um, if you can one. somehow find this, I mean, I I think this is worth a watch. If you if you like Mad Max, if you and can get like a that. hold of like an Australian copy, go for it. Like I say, if you want to watch a good Australian like thriller, this you could do a lot worse than this. Yeah, this is this is good. Yep, it's really good. So go watch um, the Chain Reaction. The Chain Reaction. Uh, it's well worth your time. <laughs> uh, for they mostly come in at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. We will talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Goodbye now.